0: This is Larry again, reminding you that uh, this is our fourth lesson. Um, I should say it's actually a book review of um, of, of, of Unity's um, textbook lessons in truth, uh, over a hundred years old and in its in its original form. And um, we uh, our our lesson for today is denials. Um, we again will go along with looking at the questions at the end of the chapter and taking our cue from that as to, as to the review of this important lesson, denials. The first question is, did Jesus teach denial of the comforts of life? And the answer to that I trust is so very obvious, but of course not. We are made in the image likeness of God And the image likeness of God does not know shortage or lack. Uh, It does not know that which we interpret as pain or discomfort or shortage. Again, in any form, there is but one presence, one power. And that presence, that power, is within us. And not only within us, it's as us. So the lesson on denial, um, which precedes the one on affirmation for next week, does not include the belief system that any form of uh, purposeful denial of the self within wisdom and within, within, um, uh, within the, uh, uh, the rules of society, uh, that no denial of self is gaining any brownie points in the kingdom. We are to enjoy the fullness of life right here, right now, at any one moment. Describe the two states of consciousness in man and woman. Well, obviously, life is consciousness. And we need to really remember that the only thing we are ever really working with is our consciousness, which is another name for the sum total of our beliefs, that which we have made and allowed to rise to the level of truth, capital T, whether it's true or not and uh, the uh, structure of who and what we really believe and embrace ourselves as being, as who and what we are. Um, So consciousness can take two different forms. It can take the belief in the One Presence, One Power and using that as a springboard for all the good that we can embody, that we can embrace. Or we can embrace the thought that we are created to uh, to suffer now, so to speak, and enjoy things later. And if that is a part of our consciousness, that belief system, because of the power that we wield as the extension of the one presence, one power in us, through us, and as us, life will reinforce what we believe to be true. Therefore... What we are doing when we have our chapter on denials is we are instigating a tool that we can use so that we can return again in consciousness, in our conscious consciousness, to the truth of who and what we really are and let that be the cornerstone and the keystone to uh, the universe rushing to reinforce our belief system and our knowledge of this reality in us, through us, and as us. Um, this is not a vindictive universe. We are not held to a belief system and then held, held, held hostage because of what we once thought to be true that really wasn't or isn't true in a divine sense. Uh, we can loose and let go of anything that does not conform to the reality of God in us, through us, and as us at any point in time. And it will begin the process of dropping away. The dropping away may not be immediate, Because some of the tentacles of a belief system uh, that is not helping us in our journey of conscious remembering who and what we are, uh, sometimes lingers a little bit. But to work with this on a conscious level is within the realm of who and what we not only are, but who and what we have always been and shall always be. The next question. What do we in truth mean by a denial? Well, it is a gentle sweeping as if a cobweb um, in, in a, in a doorframe that we want to go through. It is not doing battle with anything, but it is simply the realization of a level of truth and then subjugating every belief, every thought that we have to this new belief in truth and see if it can serve as the foundation for that which is our true reality, or to see if it needs to be removed and replaced with something else. Again, it is not to do battle with anything. We are not fighting an enemy. We are not going after the ego within us, if that is normally described in some ways that I have heard. The ego is not a a metaphysical use of the word Satan or devil. Some have used it like that, but it is not that at all. The ego thinking is simply what is right now uh, allowing us to live, move, and have our being within this three-dimensional realm. And if it isn't up to the standard of God in us, through us, and as us, then that can be changed and that can be brought into focus for our greater good. Number five, can wrong thinking affect health and circumstances? Why, of course. Uh, That's the other phase of consciousness that supports quote-unquote wrong, quote-unquote thinking. Wrong thinking is simply in identifying with that which we never have been in the first place, that we were never created to be, that we will never be in truth, and that we certainly are not now. And that is a human-only experience that is subjugated to pain, suffering, and death, and that is not the truth of our eternal self. And so to know this, then, is to realize that we have the opportunity to now rise above this form of thinking as a truth and cease making it a truth in our life and move on to uh, allowing the underlying God self, good self, that we in truth, in God truth, are already and letting that be our standard. Number six, um, why should we not judge according to appearances? Well, we all have this opportunity, I believe, to move through and past into a non judgmental form of living life whenever we judge by appearances, and appearances almost always are that which are reflective of the uh, part of consciousness that uh, thinks itself to be limited and bound. And so uh, it appears in many different ways as shortage and lack and uh, other things that we uh, do not even like to talk about or go to. But whenever we have that opportunity to judge by appearances, what we are doing is we are embracing the consciousness that that is is being sustained by. And we embrace that and we bring it into a focus within us. And that belongs to a negative or a untrue belief system. And then that untrue belief system then will replicate itself in our world, in our life, and it will... Uh, will vector things that will reinforce its being our truth, and that is not something that we will like or appreciate. Um, number seven, um, and going back to the book for a moment here, which we are talking about, of course, they want uh, they want us to look at what the book quotes as the four denials that we uh, can, can, can bring into motion and, uh, and put them in our own words and talk to them. And the first one uh, is there is no evil. Now remember, a denial is not doing battle to anything. There is only one presence, one power, God the good, omnipotent, and we are that in expression as us through us. So uh, there is no evil there is no power that is called evil. There is no secondary, um, be it even sometimes subservient power in the universe that is frequented by um, the the, um, uh, the thought of a little man in a in a in a red suit with a pointed tail. There is that is that is simply a non-reality, and so the basic first. Um, um, uh, denial is to set a new foundation, a new standard uh, and, there, and to recognize in my life there is no evil. In my life there is nothing other than God. In my life there is only God the good omnipotent. In my life there is only life and strength and joy and abundance and peace and love. That is my reality and I now uh, will use that banner to fly and to give a direction of thought and feeling as I move forward from this point of of, 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 of newness uh, in my realization of truth in my life. I can say that in all sincerity and in all reality and in all truth because it is true. There is no such thing as evil. There are acts that we have labeled as such, but there is no Force out there, anywhere that is seeking to bring us into subjugation to it, uh, under under its control, uh, in any way that is that is the, that is simply a malevolent uh, a- action of the universe. That is not so. It could never be. In truth, there is no evil. Number two, there is no absence of life, substance, or intelligence anywhere. There is only God. Where saying this again in another way we are saying that the God presence the energy that we call God remember now not an anthropomorphic being anywhere that we can convince to come and do something uh, that hasn't already been established or done remember it is only our consciousness right now that affects who and what we are living out of and living through within our existence within our life the omnipresence of God is a given And it is the the activity of what we would call life, substance, intelligence, everywhere. Because God is omnipresent. There is only God which is omnipresent. There is only life, there is only substance, there is only truth, there is only love. Everywhere evenly distributed, evenly found. Number three, pain, sickness, poverty, old age, death, cannot master me, for they are not real. Well, we have to get a little metaphysical here, because when we are saying that there is only life, substance, abundance, love, and truth in the universe, we are saying that we nevertheless have this three-dimensional bodily form, and we have been taught many things about it that are not to our benefit right now. We have been taught that it can do us uh, any number of things, and it does, it can. And yet we do have control over that, but we have to move into the place where we first realize one presence, one power, God the good, omnipotent. In other words, there is no evil. There is nothing that can take take its order from anything outside of us that will cause death or disease or illness or lack in our body in our life in our affairs there is only god and to know this then is to realize that while the body that i am now wearing and that that i am expressing through can undergo many different things uh, it will undergo at some point in time the transition into non-physical but using the word death as a total misnomer there is none For death means cessation, and there is none of that. There is only the joyous movement into non-physical. And to know that, I can still look then this movement, and I will not call it death, but this transition into non-physical as a new entrance into a new phase of the eternalness that I am, and to look at it as not a, a loss, but to look at it as a kind of adventure into a new realm of more limitless experience and more unlimited thinking and existence. Pain, sickness, poverty, old age, and death cannot master me. There's the truth. Cannot master me. For the truth is that they are not founded in reality. Old age can be, uh, can be thought of as um, happening at some point in time in life And so we give a lot of energy to that, and what does it mean? Oh, it means getting decrepit. It means going uh, into a chair and sitting down and looking at television all day. Or it means anything that, other than that 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 we can give um, evidence to. And that is not so. It can mean anything we want it to mean. And it can mean a new movement. Retirement can mean putting a new set of tires on the car that we have as our life journey, and moving on to another adventure in life in three-dimensional form until it is time for us to make that movement into non-physical. Number four, there is nothing in all the universe for me to fear, for greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. Of course, a wonderful quote in part there from, from our master teacher. There is nothing to fear. And saying that, let's understand why. Fear is an energy. Fear is an energy that vectors unto itself. That which would allow us to reinforce that it is a truth and it isn't. That it is a reality and it isn't. And then to bring into focus experiences which will prove to us that, see, you're wrong, Larry. It is real. And that is about as false as anything could be as a statement. There is only God. There is only the nature of God. There is only the truth of God, omnipresent, in me, through me, and as me, now and forever. I have but limitless life in the one life that is God. One presence, one power, God the good, omnipotent. And the next chapter, or I should say, question is explained why there is no reality in fear, in jealousy, in the sense of bondage. How are they overcome? Well, these are a kind of labels for living life within the context of the old Budweiser ad. You only go around once in life, so grab for all the gusto that you can get. Uh, It's all just here and there's nothing else. Well, that's a bunch of malarkey. We are in who knows how many incarnations into this journey of life and we will continue to have more as we unfold and as we allow it to have an expression in us, through us, and as us. Living in this thought system though of grabbing all the gusto, we do have fear and jealousy and bondage and all the other uh, thoughts that we would call error thinking in, in consciousness And to realize, uh, just through this chapter of denial, that they are not founded in truth. And if they are not founded in truth, they are not founded in me. And I do not have to give them energy. I do not have to give them any more time of my own understanding of my own God-reality as I move into what is mine to do here and now in this wonderful moment of here and now. And then, number nine. Can persons or things keep your good from you? Again, that begs its own answer. Its, its its own answer is included in the question. And it's of course not. For greater is the activity of truth within me. Greater is the power of love within me than anything that I find in the world of consciousness that knows not and knows not that it knows not. And I do not care to uh, to immerse myself in that type of limited thinking or error thinking. I will remember who and what I am and I know that I set the boundaries in my life as to what I allow to come in into manifestation If in any which way in my life. Remember, dear friend, there is no accident, chance or luck in the universe. There is only consciousness unfolding. Coming into that understanding, we may not like that at first, because it sort of puts everything right on our doorstep. Now, no longer can we reach out and say, God, why have you done this to me? I have done it to myself. I have done it to myself by thinking air consciousness, by thinking and believing in the thoughts that they who know not and know not that they know not have tried to teach me over the years. And to be centered and poised in the truth is that which is my so-called get-out-of-jail-free card, and I can walk through with wisdom. I don't go out of my way to prove it, but I can walk in wisdom into every and any obstacle that happens to be, for whatever reason, in my life experience now, and be the master over it, rather than have it be mastering over me. The last question, how should denials be spoken? Gently. From a point of understanding of truth, gently, without seeking to do battle with anything, gently, without ever making our previous experience of choice, without making it wrong, without making us feel guilty, or without making us feel that we have in some way negatively impacted the uh, the infinite presence of pure love itself, for that is totally impossible and to remain in that focus that uh, only God is real in my life and to be able to uh, meet forthrightly anything that comes up in thinking that allows a belief system that I am subjugated to that which is unlike the love and peace and joy of God in a very gentle way and to say, you know, I once believed that to be true, but I don't believe that anymore and then to, re, re, uh, to repeat what we now believe and to insert that truth into who and what we know ourselves to be. I am an expression of all that is God, of all that is good. I am an eternalness right here and right now. Everything always works out for me. I am in my right place at my right time. The cattle on 10,000 hills are mine. And to anything that speaks to somewhat, Less uh, in my life, I say no more. You have no place in me. I will remember who and what I am and allow that to be powerfully so. All right, thank you for tuning in to this week. Next week, we look at affirmations, which allow us to uh, move from a gentle approach of denials in our life into a more forceful approach of realizing the truth of who and what we really are. And remember, in your journey, you are blessed as you always have been and always will be.